welcome back to the Figure It Out podcast. My name is Emma. And I'm Natasha. And we are so thankful you guys joined us today, virtually listening to us wherever you are, whatever time. But we want to see you guys in person, actually. And so before we even get into our episode, we just want to highlight and hype up our 100th episode live recording event celebration party i don't really know the right title emma so help me out here yeah we don't really have a title we just kind of keep calling it the event thing um but yes we want you there so we are having an in-person recording and just party um to celebrate our 100th episode of being released on the figured it out channel and so that is october 29th 2022 so if you're listening back you missed it um, and we want you there. So we have an RSVP link. We'll put it in the show notes and on our Instagram link tree. So you can RSVP there. We'll send you more details once you are registered. Yeah. But you guys get excited because we are going to have some new figured it out merch. Um, we are so, f- so excited to unveil that we've been working hard at, it. we've got some friends that are helping with that and it's just going to be so awesome. Um, but we're also going to have some trivia, some prizes for that, some good food, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry, we're not cooking. But <laughs> it's just going to be super fun. And we would love to have you guys there. The more, the merrier. Yes. Yeah, so please, 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 if you're planning on coming, mm-hmm. let us know you're planning on coming by registering. And if you're thinking about it, um, I hope this convinces you. But we can hype it up some more next week if needed. So we'd love to have you guys there. Thank you so much for being a part of the Figured Out community. Um, and with that, let's move on to today's episode. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Before we go on to today's episode, I feel like we just need to talk about something. Okay. And and it's really important. And I think it's going to shock our, our listeners, actually. Give it to us. Okay, so next weekend, right? Well, actually, the, week, the Saturday prior to this episode being released... <laughs> I am running a 5K. (laughs) Yeah, this will shock I know everyone just needs to go back and re-listen to that little segment. But I just, I'm so nervous for it, Emma. And, uh, yeah. I I get that you're nervous, but also, like, you were in cross-country. You've done this before. You can do it again. I believe in you. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing, though, that I feel like I'm most worried about. We're running it with some other friends. And I know that they're going to be a lot faster than I am because they've they've ran before. And they've been doing, like, athletic things over the summer of, like, a Tough mutter and things like that. Yeah. And so I'm just worried about, like, coming in last and, like, the comparison aspect of, like, (laughs) I, like, I'm in a race. Like, it's very (laughs) obvious I didn't measure up, you know? I don't think you should care about that. You're running a 5K and you're going to be so proud when you do that. And I, as your cheering squad, am not going to care one bit how fast or how slow you go. I'm just going to be so hyped that you're running. Well, I appreciate that. But I just, oh, you know, like, how do you not, like, struggle with that? Well, I think if you're struggling with comparison, let's talk about that, (laughs) Natasha. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Should we not do fun transitions like that? Um, you know, that's just very cheesy. It is, I know. The minute you said 5K, I was like, oh, she's trying to transition right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was our attempt, guys, of, like, having a fun transition, but it's okay. We won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you the But point. I actually am running a 5K, she so you guys is, should pray yeah. for me. That's or real. check in to make sure I'm still alive because this episode comes out after I run it. Yeah. So. It's going to be great. I'm super excited. We have Natasha running a 5K, a few other friends running a half marathon. Like, it's just going to be a great morning. <laughs> yeah, you're not running. <laughs> I am, I will bear your burdens though. Like if you're in pain, I'll be in pain for you. Okay. I appreciate that. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> we can move on now from the fact that we're running. Um, guys, comparison is a huge issue, and and not just issue, but it's a huge struggle. I think for a lot of people, especially in your young adults, because there's so much transition and mm-hmm. change, and it's impossible 
I think, at least, to go through, like, even a day without comparison yourself, comparison, that's the <laughs> wrong word, comparing yourself one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's so around you. Like, it, in everything you do, like, as you're getting ready for work, it's like, oh, if I, it, like, my coworkers have a much better wardrobe than I do. Like, you're comparing yourself there. Mm-hmm. You're comparing yourself, like, in your car. Like, oh, my car isn't as good. Like, you're comparing yourself with your possessions and what you have and the, the house you have or where you live, but also just it's, it's in your relationships and in your friendships and in your family. Like, in all of those, you envy other people's relationships and something. It's, it's something like looks, too. Like, you just don't feel enough in how you look. Or, like, Natasha and I were talking earlier, like, it even is something like personality traits. Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness, they're way more outgoing than I am or they're so much smarter than I am. Like, it's there's so many areas. It's literally all around you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, like, even people can say, like, oh, I'm not, like, I don't compare myself to others. Or, you know, like, even the most secure person, I think, is still struggling at the other core with just, like, how do you measure up? Even mm-hmm. if it's just how do I measure up to the image of myself? You know, like, yeah. these expectations I've placed mm-hmm. on myself. And comparing yourself to, like, this ideal version that you had it when you were, like, 18 of who you would be. Yeah. And so I think it's impossible to just, like, escape life, and especially your 20s, mm-hmm. with without having those thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, it's that internal thing, it's the external thing. I think comparison is so... I'm actually surprised it's taken almost 100 episodes for this to be one of our topics because mm-hmm. it, it actually is so common. Yeah. And I think, like, it's common on, on really high, stressful, unhealthy levels, but it's just so common. Just, like, even if it's not, like, a big, big thing or a big deal, like, it's still there. Yeah. No, and so, you guys, we want to just spend some time talking about this because, like Emma said, we're surprised that it took us this long to do an episode on it, and I know it's come up in different ways um, throughout Mm -hmm. different episodes, but just to have a full conversation of, like, what are the dangers of comparison, and then how do you practically keep yourself Mm -hmm. or get yourself into a healthier place when you're looking at other people's lives or the image of yourself that you have so you're not struggling with comparison Mm -hmm. all the time? Right. I mean, Natasha and I were talking, like, we compare ourselves to each other probably more than anyone else. Yeah, that's true. If you think about it. That's true. Oh, I did have someone tell me that their their um, perception of me, apparently, was that I'm not you. That's what they said my personality was. <laughs> and I didn't know how to take that. But, like, their whole image of us was, like, comparing us to each other and said that we're basically the absence or, yeah, the absence of the other person. <laughs> I like don't know how to unpack this. I didn't either. I just was like, like, because okay. it can either be. I feel like that's either a compliment to you or a compliment to me, but not but a compliment not to both. To of both. Us. No, and it, you know, like a compliment to Natasha is a compliment to me, and like a mean thing said to Natasha is a mean thing said to me. But like this is like both of it. Yeah, I know. I was like hurt and then flattered and then hurt again and then flattered again and so I just I didn't know what to do with that but I think that was a really good example of the fact that like they just compared us and like that was their perception of us well honestly I think like having this podcast having our lives so intertwined really makes it seem like like we are really setting ourselves up to be compared to each other a lot yeah, that's true. Of like Emma's the one that talks louder on the podcast. Or Natasha's so Natasha turns her mic up louder, and, and then it's <laughs> or you know opposite. just like all of that kind of stuff. Like I think when you are so I don't know. I just feel like we probably get compared a lot more. Like, yeah, subconsciously. Well, 
And I think too, and we kind of talked about this as well, but like we are very different people. And mm-hmm. this is something too, when you go into comparison and just like the dangers of that, but like you're always comparison opposites, I, I think a lot mm-hmm. of times. And like when you do that, of course it's a difference. Like you and I are very different in a lot of areas. And so if people compare us, it's like, oh, they're on this side of that or they're on this side because mm-hmm. we fall on that. But that's not necessarily like a bad thing or a good thing. It's just yeah. that we're different in that way. Yeah, I think like, I mean, the example we were talking about earlier was like, I am just typically generally typically generally more organized and you are typically generally not as organized but I think because we're both on such different sides it makes me look way more extremely organized it makes you may look extremely not organized and that's not the case but I just think like the extremes make it seem that way yeah um funny thing though guys so I I don't know if this comes up but like I know it internally and I compare myself eternally to you in this but like um, cleanliness you're a lot cleaner than I am and like sometimes not sometimes all the time when you go into our room you guys <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah. so and I was happy you closed the door the other day when there were a lot of people over because if you went into our room it's like Emma's bed made perfectly her side of the room just completely spotless clean she has like her chest right and like nothing's on it and then there's my side of the room <laughs> my bed is not made there's clothes everywhere in my defense though I was going to a ga- gala gala I can never mm-hmm. say that word correctly that night and so like was struggling with what I was gonna wear but still like clothes everywhere and, and really not just from that day and then like my dresser is just covered with everything <laughs> that you could possibly think of and I was just like wow it's just such a stark comparison of our lives I feel like it actually is. I mean, I'm so sorry. It's so, it doesn't bug me in the slightest. It bugs me. I'm like, Emma has to live with me. I shouldn't have to feel bad about this. If it, bu- if it bugs me, you should feel bad. But if it bugs you, I should not feel bad. No, you do not need to feel bad. But I, I do. I want to be a cleaner person. I'm sorry. It's not happening. It's okay. I don't need you to be in that area. Anyways, we can go back to our podcast. Oh, yeah, we're podcasting. That's right. Um, So today, Natasha and I compare each other a lot, and that might come through in this episode. But today, we're kind of breaking down this topic of comparison of what are the dangers of comparison and how it is so such a negative thing um, in your mind and your heart. But then we're also talking, we're going to just bring it practical and like, how do you not compare? And so that's kind of your forecast for today, what we're looking at. And we're starting with just what are the dangers? Um, And the famous phrase, comparison is the thief of joy, really is kind of the theme of tonight's episode. (laughs) We podcast at night, (laughs) if you didn't know. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, Emma, who said that quote, though? Well, actually, Teddy Roosevelt said that quote. But I didn't know that. Who did you think said that quote? I thought it was a C.S. Lewis quote. And I thought so, too. <laughs> so, so if you talk- knew that, like, congrats. Yeah, you're smarter than us. <laughs> Comparison. Yeah. Um, but truly, I, I see that coming through so much in my mm-hmm. life. When I am comparing myself to someone for some reason, big or small, I realize, like, I'm a like, this is stealing any joy of what you have. When you look at someone else's house or, like, someone who owns a house and, like, right now I don't own a house and you're like, oh, I just wish I could be in that state of life. Like, I, I, it robs the joy of being able to rent a house with my friends. Yeah. You know, and it's robbing that joy. And so I think you translate that into any situation we're talking about tonight or any area you feel comparison, I think it takes away that joy. For sure. I think, you know, with that, you guys, like, we have broken this down to two areas and 
they're very broad in the sense there's so much to say about both of them. But like comparison is always going to hurt yourself and it's always going to hurt others, mm-hmm. right? Because like Emma said, it's stealing away your enjoyment of that season of life, of that moment, of what you do have, and even your joy of who you are mm-hmm. or who your friends are. And so it's impossible to compare actively and, and to let those um, thoughts like be something you feed and not have that negatively harm you. Exactly. And starting with how it hurts yourself, it really, to the core, it really hurts your self-esteem. And I think how you think about yourself really has a direct correlation with how you, like, are able to think about everything else. Yeah, for sure. No, I think if you're comparing yourself to the point that you're just, like, these are our thoughts, not of like, oh, I wish I had that, but of like, oh, this is, I am lacking in this as a person. Like Mm -hmm. that's going to make you feel so incredibly lonely, so anxious and insecure. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you, if you're comparison, I keep saying that, (laughs) how if you're comparing yourself to that level, like you're Mm -hmm. just going to miss out on everything of like who you've been created to be and like the enjoyment Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. I think it's like honestly kind of a lonely feeling Mm -hmm. Um, if you're constantly upset with how your current situation or you're comparing you're comparing yourself or your relationships like that's lonely and it could lead to worse things too yeah no I think you guys like you have to check it before it gets to be like a mm-hmm. controlling aspect or, or a belief of who you are mm-hmm. and so you can like compare yourself occasionally right in the sense of like oh like I wish I had that but I'm still mm-hmm. thankful for what I have right yeah. now you know like that check but mm-hmm. I think if you just let yourself and those thoughts run rampant without any sort of like hinge of like hey I still have some really great things in life, right? Maybe I'm not in that stage yet, but I have these great people that I'm around. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that counterbalance, I think, like, you're just going to be feeding a a further, yeah, isolating feel of yourself. You're going to, I mean, just be dissatisfied with who you are. Mm -hmm. Really, that's so true. Um, And that kind of goes in, like, you will never be satisfied. Um, Like, that's the Hamilton song. (laughs) But you're always going to be chasing. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I think it's recognizing that you're never going to be at a place where you're happy with is just like why go why embark on that route if you know you're never going to make it there and I think there's a difference between like self-improvement and striving to be better but also chasing an unrealistic expectation that's just going to exhaust you and hurt you down Mm -hmm. and I think too like standards or perfection or whatever that is whatever you're chasing Mm -hmm. most of the time that changes yeah. You know, like that target isn't something that you can tangibly say, I've reached it. Mm-hmm. If you're like trying to be the, you know, have the best fashion, right? Or be like the most trendy person, like trends change. Oh my goodness. You know, like we're know, so like, out of style now. You aren't yeah. cool anymore, people. Did you know that? I have been told so many times by my siblings. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Right. But like this, as soon as you get the, see, I don't even know the trends. But as soon as you get like the right jeans and the right white shoes and all that, it's going to be different again. Exactly. And like, I think that's an actual like representation of like more, Im- not important, but like deeper things too. Of, like you're never going to chase. And like we talk about this a lot of like, well, you, we experience it first off. We're like, oh, I want to be in college. And then in college, mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to be graduated. And when you're graduated, it's like, oh, I want to get married. And when you get married, oh, I want to have kids. Like you're always striving for something yeah. else. You're never content. And, like, that's just not healthy. No, for sure. I think it's just, like, you're always going to find something you don't have. Mm -hmm. And so how do you create habits where you're just thankful for where you're at? Mm -hmm. How do you prioritize just, yeah, not looking towards the next goal and benchmark, but really being thankful for what you have and the Mm -hmm. season you're in? And we'll talk about that a little bit further down, but I think it's so important to recognize that there's always something else. Yeah, it's like that typical, the grass is always greener on the other side. So you're going to you're gonna want to get somewhere and then you're going to look back and 
you're like, oh man, that side was actually yeah, greener. Yeah, exactly. You know? oh, living in college was actually easier. <laughs> Shout out, just a quick moment, actually. All of our college students that listen, just stop for a minute and like be so thankful that you are living in close community with your friends. Mm-hmm. Be so thankful that you have days that have like breaks in them. You're not on a nine to five. Like mm-hmm. that is actually such a beautiful thing. You can study with your friends. You can grab coffee. Mm-hmm. Like I just think, yeah, I wasn't as thankful for that in the moment as I should have yeah. been because you're always like, oh, this paper's due or, or that's, mm-hmm. you know, something or, you know, yeah. finances are stressful, all that. But like really just that is a beautiful season mm-hmm. and it doesn't come back yeah. so anyways mm-hmm. yep um yeah i think like the grass is always greener on the other side think about that um and just fixating on something is never healthy no i think like one thing with comparison is there's different types of it right and mm-hmm. we'll talk about this a little bit further down but there's comparison that can motivate you or there's p- comparison that can paralyze you mm-hmm. in the sense that you just sit there and feed that comparison mm-hmm. you dwell on what you don't have and you just continue to feed like that selfishness because really mm-hmm. like comparison is selfishness yeah unless you're comparing two external things you're you're mm-hmm. always thinking about yourself when it comes to comparison yeah. Yeah, I think you're just feeding, you know, thoughts of greed and, and jealousy as well, too. Like, all of that is mm-hmm. so directly tied, I think, to comparison mm-hmm. when you're just letting yourself sit in that. Yeah, and then I think that kind of limits what you do because you're so focused on, like, other people are doing this and I want to catch up to their tail. And, like, it just limits where you're able to go and mm-hmm. do No, and I think also it's just allowing you to grow more and more insecure. Mm -hmm. If you're saying, oh, I'm not good enough at that or I'm not, you know, that fun person or whatever like that Mm -hmm. struggle is where you're comparing yourself, it's just letting yourself have, letting those fears and um, insecurities have more reign over who you are. Mm -hmm. And I just think that makes you like, yeah, like you said, it limits you. You miss out on relationships. You miss out on opportunities because you're just stuck in what you don't have instead of who you are and what you could do with that. Very true. Very true. Um, With that, let's kind of move on to it. It hurts others too. So that I feel like we just kind of pounded in like that is not a healthy place to be um, for yourself, but also for others. And I think we're both very relational people, but humanity is just a relational mm-hmm. humanity. <laughs> but um, it's just, it's so damaging to what we're meant for is like community. It really hurts that. Yeah. No, I, you can't really live in true, I think, community and vulnerability with people who you are envious of or jealous of. Mm-hmm. And so if you're comparison, why do I keep saying that <laughs> that way? Know. I don't, it's like <laughs> so weird. Okay. If you're comparing yourself to the people you're around, you're just going to limit how vulnerable you can be and how true and authentic you can be to them because you're dissatisfied with yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to be dissatisfied with those relationships. Yeah. And I think also you like if you struggle with comparing yourself, you're going to compare others. Yeah. And and those friendships. Mm-hmm. And I just think like comparison really turns into jealousy. You know, like mm-hmm. we're saying, and like that that's it's a proverb. It rots the bones, and like it just kills you from the inside out. Yeah. And I I have seen that in my life play out. Like I've seen relationships of mine um, in high school and college and like whatever. It's like when you're so envious, it really, it's it's an internal thing of like, I am dealing with this, but it affects how you treat others, but especially the person that you're comparing yourself to. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think something that you had put down, but like it also feeds competitiveness and I think mm-hmm. not a healthy competitiveness. No, I think like, I feel like honestly, Tasha, I'll, like, I'll admit it to you and everyone else, but it's like, I feel like sometimes we've been competitive with one another, you know, and it's yeah. just like, that's never in a, a, like the healthiest point with between you and I. For sure. I think that any time that you're yeah, choosing to be in competi- mm-hmm. competition with others or comparing yourself to them, you're pushing themselves. 
I cannot speak tonight. <laughs> you're pushing yourself away from them mm-hmm. or them from you. Yeah. And so I think it really is damaging yourself, but like those key relationships that are supposed to help you when you're in a season of loneliness or when you're really down on yourself for something, if you allow that community to go farther away, like you're losing that to help you with other your, your internal struggles. Mm-hmm. Like use them instead of let that fester and hurt you. Yeah. And we could probably talk more and more about just like the dangers of comparison, but to be honest, you guys, it's probably not a new topic in the mm-hmm. sense that everyone is aware of it. I think that it's impossible to have grown up with social media and whatnot of like not hearing the age old talk of like, hey, you're comparing yourself to mm-hmm. others and this is unhealthy and all of that. And like you guys have probably experienced like what we're talking about yeah. of the pain of just pushing yourself further from others mm-hmm. or of feeling um, yeah, dissatisfied with yourself or your low self-esteem because of all that comparing. And I think then the question is, like, how do you not compare yourself? Because it's so hard. Yeah. Like, the tangibility of it all. Like, what are the ways to not um, fall into comparison? And we, I feel like we start so many, like, advice things with stay off of social media or avoid it or be wise with it. Like, I honestly think we've said that so many times. I, I know it's something I've written dozens mm-hmm. of times as well. And it's just kind of like, and yet we still have to say it again uh-huh. because it's a, something you forget. And I think it really is a root of a lot of these things mm-hmm. where like you can't look on social media without it being a comparison. Yeah. You're seeing how someone's life is different than yours. Mm-hmm. And that might not be that it's better, but that's often what is being posted. So that's mm-hmm. what you're going to see, right? Yeah. And like we say this always when we say avoid social media or be wise with it. It's like remind yourself constantly while on social media like that it is a highlight reel. Like honestly, as you are looking at people's posts and as you are even just saying, wow, that looks so cool. Just remind yourself, like, that is just the highlights or that like they they are able to put whatever foot they want forward with this with this social media app. So, like, you're not seeing the whole picture always. Mm-hmm. And you can say, well, like, you can admire what someone's doing, right? Mm-hmm. And you can say, like, hey, that's a cool place to visit. Put that on the bucket list, I right? S- I said that today on someone's <laughs> Instagram Really? Post. Like, I, they posted about um, Washington. Which where you want to go now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that from it? Yeah. Well, this yeah, and I was like, wow, I just want to go there, and they were like, yeah, I highly recommend it. And that wasn't like a, your life is so much better than mine, jealousy, rotting the bones kind of thing. So I guess like yeah, what you're saying, you can be happy for someone and not yeah. like rotten envy. But I think it's just like you do have to say though, like this is something that I can enjoy in a future point, mm-hmm. right? Or this is something that they can enjoy without me having to have as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to remind yourself, though, if you're getting caught up in what you don't have because of what you're seeing on social media, mm-hmm. like stop and maybe just even turn off the app, right? Like yeah. get off of it or like start being thankful for what you do have. And we have that kind of down further of like, how do you practice gratitude? Mm-hmm. But I just think you have to remind yourself constantly. Yeah. And like that's social media because it's like the people in your life. So it seems more attainable, like yeah, that's real true. people, but also just in media. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's easier to not compare yourself to what you see on TV because it's easier to remind yourself, oh, yeah, this isn't real if it's on TV. But still, even then, TV opens up a lot of comparison. I think you just have to be careful with what you consume. Watching The Bachelorette, even, like, sometimes, like, watching Survivor, Amazing Race, it's just, like, oh, like, even the the jealousy, like, they're on that Mm -hmm. show, I'm not. You know, like, Uh that's hard sometimes. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But it is just something that, like, what you're consuming is going to affect you, Mm -hmm. and you have to be really careful that – what you're you're watching is showing you, I mean, it's not going to be accurate, right? So you mm-hmm. have to keep that in mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, reality TV is not showing you reality. And mm-hmm. I think it's wise to consume with that lens. Yeah. And wise to consume all social media remembering this isn't incredibly real. Like, yeah. I think with that, too, you guys, like, music also can feed just, I think, like, feelings of, of comparison and, like, I don't know, just because people are writing about things they have or things they want, right? So if you're mm-hmm. constantly listening to that, that's what it's going to be feeding your mind of, like, oh, I, I wish I had that, and they put it into such a poetic mm-hmm. phrase, right? Or, like, they're so happy with what they have. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So, again, what you're consuming is going to change the way you think, and if you are allowing mm-hmm. yourself to just be moved by what, like, the world is saying you should have, yeah. you're going to focus on that and yeah. feel inadequate. There are other practical ways to not compare? I think a really big one is, like, don't focus on yourself. I feel like this has just been a theme of so many of our topics recently, too, of, like, loneliness, hospitality, uh, all the things that we've done of, like, just don't, like, don't allow selfishness to take over. Mm-hmm. Red flags was another one. They oh, yeah, up. yeah. I just feel like selfishness has come up so much. Um, but, yeah, like, allow this to be an opportunity to look to others, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and not to think about yourself but to think of other people. And I think this is a little counterintuitive because a lot of times people say like, oh, you're feeling bad about like where you're at. Like just self-care, right? (laughs) Like just spend some time on yourself then. Mm -hmm. And I think this goes back to like if you're trying to fill yourself up with with products or with things or with like attitude even, it's like you're always going to be chasing something that you can't attain. Mm -hmm. And so – yeah, like focusing on yourself. Like, when are you gonna ever be happy? You know, yeah. like I don't. It's just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And if you're frustrated with where you're at, like just dwelling on that isn't going to get you any further. It's not mm-hmm. gonna make you happier to just be like, oh well, I'll I'll stay here and just try to make myself mm-hmm. feel better in this current stage of life or position in life, right? Yeah. And just like letting yourself dwell on that. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think like focusing on yourself really is the answer. No. That being said, kind of what we're moving to next is, like, yeah, great, great structuring, I'm right. and Natasha. But, like, sometimes I think comparison can be a motiv- motivator to grow mm-hmm. um, in areas that matter. And yeah. I think that's a big thing of, like, in areas that actually matter. But, like, I don't think it's bad to say, wow, Natasha has such a great relationship with the Lord. I want to be in a place like that. And I think, like, those are, that is comparison that I think is positive. I think so, too. I think this goes back to what we said at the beginning of the episode of, like, you're always comparing yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think really it comes down to what are you comparing yourself to? Are you comparing yourself to people that are healthy because they're pursuing, right, really good things? They're Mm -hmm. pursuing serving more. They're pursuing Christ more. They're pursuing people passionately. They're living Mm -hmm. generously and sacrificially, like, and you're like, oh, I'm not. Yeah. Hey, maybe that's a sign that you should change something up in life so you can be more like that person. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad comparison. I don't even think always that like saying, hey, this person's really outgoing that situation. Like I do this a ton, right? Internally. So you guys actually don't know that you can't affirm that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but like I will just think like, wow, that person handled that situation so well. I wish I could be like that. Mm-hmm. But instead of being like, oh, I'm never going to be able to be that outgoing or whatnot. Like. I have actively chosen to change the way I interact, Mm -hmm. right? Because I've said, hey, this person can do it. I'm learning from them. I'm going to emulate them in this situation Mm -hmm. because it's possible, right? And I'm not going to be limited by what I think I can't do. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's really, yeah, like you said, it comes down to, it comes down to what you're comparing yourself to, who you're comparing yourself to, but it can be a motivator for growth. I think so. Like, I think, wow, that person is such a hard worker. I want to commit as much 
to my job as they mm-hmm. do to their job. Wow, that person is really diligent with how they save money. I want to be more like that. Like, I think those are positive ways. So we've yeah. been speaking so negative. Negative. <laughs> Negatively. Speaking is hard tonight. We it need is. to compare ourselves to each other. Because no. We're both <laughs> failing. We're horrible at this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But um, I think... You can look at it positively. We should have maybe said that at the beginning before just ripping on comparison. But I think that's it's a there's a way to turn comparison into a really productive thing. Mm-hmm. And I just think again, it comes down to like what are you comparing yourself to? Mm-hmm. And this is where I think you really need to look at like eternally, like what you're comparing yourself to is what you're going to become in a way. I think well, you could either become that or the opposite of it, right? But if you are looking to be more like that person you follow on mm-hmm. social media, right? Like, who's that person that you're following, right? I think the person who on social media that I get the most content from is JP, who I, mm-hmm. I follow because of Biso and really appreciating, like, what he puts forward. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm actively motivated by seeing what he's posted to live differently and yeah. better. But, like, if my top posts, my top recommendations were people that were just, like, you know, I don't know, spending more time just on themselves and not on mm-hmm. pursuing Christ, like, that's probably who I would become like yeah. because that's what I'm seeing emulated before mm-hmm. me. I think, tell me if this is practical or not, but maybe this could be practical. Of If you see, if you're on social media and you see someone that you want, you are comparing yourself to and be like, oh, I kind of want my life to go in that direction, maybe change that comparison into goals. Yeah. Of, like, well, we can take it any way you want. For So if you want to be, like, JP, or if you're comparing yourself to JP, it's like, okay, he really is good at knowing the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can I put that into a goal? I will spend more time daily reading yeah. and memorizing and discerning, you know? Or it's like, wow, they just bought a house and I really, like, that's somewhere I want to be. It's like, how can I turn that into a goal of saving money and building credit mm-hmm. and doing these things? Or, wow, they get to travel so much. I'm going to set myself up to do that by doing a, B, and C. I think that is maybe a way to turn comparison into product, like a productive thing instead of just a mm-hmm. negative, bitter thing. Yeah. I think instead of letting um, comparativeness drive like self-pity, mm-hmm. I think it should drive self-evaluation where mm-hmm. you just say like, well, are there things in my life that I could change that would be for the better to get to where I could no longer feel like I'm inadequate in that area mm-hmm. or lacking in that area. And, like, this could be something as simple as you feel like you're not doing something on a Saturday mm-hmm. and everyone else is, right, or a Friday night, and you're just like, wow, my life is so boring. Everyone else seems to be having so much fun every weekend. Maybe you need to be the one that initiates something. Maybe you call someone up and say, hey, let's go mm-hmm. grab coffee or go for a walk or let's, you know, grab a few friends and play spike ball, right? But, like, if you are – you can just say, like, what could I change to get that then? Mm-hmm. Instead of dwelling on it and being like, oh, I will never be able to have friends. My friends don't love me. My friends don't care about me. No one wants to hang out with me. Like, instead of letting you, yourself go that way, mm-hmm. like, rephrase it and just say, well, where is the opportunity here? Yeah. Because I guarantee you, you could probably find someone to spend time with. Mm-hmm. And so – and we've talked about this in our, our loneliness episode, right? But it really might take some initiative. Yeah. I think that's so true. One thing I also want to say is, like, we talk so much about how we have amazing community and great community, but I think we also have both felt feelings like that. For and I sure. think that shows such a, like, the grass is always greener on the other side, or, like, you, you don't always see the whole situation. It's, like, I definitely, I think, in abundance of community, I've really felt loneliness within that. You know, just, like, mm-hmm. I think that's such an interesting point of, like, we, we, we talk big about it, but there's also areas where we just feel so inadequate within community. Yeah. And so if we're so passionate about community, like, we're also just, like, we are not perfect in it either. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's worth saying even, but you know what I mean? You yeah. You know what I'm saying with that? No, for sure. I think, like, we've talked about that before of even just, like, comparing, like, friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Of saying, oh, like, everyone else seems to be having these really seamless friendships mm-hmm. or, like, they have no issues or, or they're always, sure. like, having, super, like, a ton of fun. That's the only thing they do, right? But when you're actually, like, living with people or, you know, like, being in close community with each other, like, you see... The other side of things, when you do feel distant from people or mm-hmm. you do see the hard things. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Also, like, it's one thing that's interesting, I think, with you and I is we have a lot of the same friendships mm-hmm. because we are in the same social circle. So sometimes it's hard to not compare your relationship with that person to my relationship with that person. And just, I don't, we're kind of going off on a huge tangent we are. now. But, like... I think when you're closer enough to see, you see Mm -hmm. that there is, like, ebbs and flows, and, like, you can't just compare the thought of where someone is because you don't understand the whole picture. Yeah. And I guess, guys, like, you've been listening to us for a while, right? Not just in this episode. but (laughs) for a while this episode. But, like, we've been coming up on over a year and a half, right, of of recording, and also... yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We're not coming up on over a year. <laughs> and a half. I said that incorrectly. <laughs> we're we've been recording for over a year and a half. We're coming up on a hundred episodes and almost two years, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it can seem like, oh, like this perfect friendship where we're able to like produce a podcast and do everything together and live together. And like it is so much fun, guys. But like life is so hard no matter like what season of life are you having a best friend doesn't mean that that relationship is always perfect. And mm-hmm. I think that Em and I would both be the first to admit that you can have something that's so good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I love our friendship. And I think a lot of people can look at it and be like, oh, that's a perfect friendship, right? Someone that you get to do all of that with. But I think that even that, like, comparison, like, without adequately knowing the ins and outs, like, I don't know. That's not even, like, a fair thing for someone to compare to because – Every relationship's hard. Every season's hard. Every, like, thing that someone has is still, that comes with hardness. Right. And I think that's the thing with comparison is you're only looking at the positive, mm-hmm. right? You're not looking yeah. at the struggles. Right. Like, if you need to look behind the curtain, just look at our room. <laughs> and you'll see that we don't have the perfect friendship. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. <laughs> that's so true, though. Um, <laughs> don't look in our room, though. Let me clean it up first. I feel like we have to take a picture of our room for the Instagram. I know. And when I brought it up, I thought this will have to go on social media so Mm -hmm. I can explain exactly what, like, the struggle is. Yeah. And people can understand it, but it's so embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. People have messy rooms. We should just have a... No, but it's embarrassing because I'm the only one that's messy in the room. Like, you don't have a messy room. I have a messy room. No, I have a messy room because you have a messy room and we bear one another's burdens as roommates. So, therefore, we have a messy room. Okay. okay. This is bo- we are in this together, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay, we need to go on to our next point though because yeah. we have a meeting yeah. for our our 100th episode event mm-hmm. party you might celebration. Be thinking, you have a meeting? Like, aren't you just gonna meet when this is done? But no, we have someone coming over in nine minutes, so we need to wrap this up. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Emma, another practical way. How do we not compare? I would say practicing gratitude. We always say this, like. Practicing gratitude and staying off of social media are the cures to everything in life, but maybe, honestly, we're not that far off. I think there's a lot to it. I mean, mm-hmm. like, if you just sit down and be thankful for where you are, it's you're going to find, like, just how blessed you are or how blessed you've been, and, like, that is a motivator to just fight comparison. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, tangibly practicing gratitude. So 
I write every, at the end of every day. I write down like things I was just so grateful for, big things, small things. Um, you you start your day with that. We have a friend yeah. who has or a roommate who has a really cool gratitude journal that's like every year, every day, and so she can look back and see the different ways she was grateful for. Um, or like tell a friend something or have an app. You know, like there's so many ways to practice it, and I like. It's so easy and cliche to say do it and then every day be like, I'm thankful for the food I ate and the sunshine today and my friends. But like, like find all of those moments in life that you're actually grateful for because it's way easier to focus on what you have than what you don't have. Mm -hmm. Or not easier, it's probably harder, but mm -hmm. it's so much better to focus yeah. on what you have and what you've been given versus what you think you're lacking. And these don't have to be like huge things. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm thankful for the promotion at work. You know, like I sometimes like, frequently my mm -hmm. morning will start with me just saying I'm so thankful for this cup of coffee like because and that's really cliche for me but mm -hmm. like I just am genuinely so thankful in that mm -hmm. moment right and it's a little thing but like my day's so much better because of it and so I'm yeah. gonna think like I'm gonna be grateful mm -hmm. for that yeah and then there's bigger things I'm like I'm thankful for the conversation I had with that person yesterday that was so good I'm so mm -hmm. uplifted but like being specific but mm -hmm. also being intentional about yeah. looking around you mm -hmm. yeah just focus on the good things that you have you're like you're in a cool season and I think mm -hmm. going back to things you said this podcast other episodes in our lives like it's so easy to focus on where you want to be but you can't be so focused on what's ahead that you forget to look at what you're in right now exactly so just be so thankful and grateful for where you are mm -hmm. and it's it's not gonna go unrewarded no and like seasons don't come back really mm -hmm. and so like there will be a season where you're no longer single right and that may seem like the hardest place to be right now but like it doesn't come back after you know mm -hmm. you get married right usually and so I think like just like focusing on the goodness of where you're at and not what the potential is of, of mm -hmm. you know like again be motivated where you need to change but don't let yourself get carried away with what's not here yet mm -hmm. yeah I think Practicing gratitude, huge. And just surround yourself with things that you can be grateful for. Yeah. And I think one thing with that too, like surround yourself with authentic people. And what I mean by that is like these should be people that are also practicing gratitude. Like don't surround yourself with shallow people that are chasing the next coolest trend or mm -hmm. comparing themselves to each other or whatever, you know? Yeah. That's going to feed that mm -hmm. those feelings of insecurity. Yeah, yeah. If you're always – if you're – it's hard to chase after it's hard to be friends with people who are always chasing after the next thing because if you want to be friends with them you're chasing after them and they're chasing after something else yeah sounds exhausting kind of like a 5k <laughs> <laughs> um that is the t i'm gonna be chasing my friends though because i'll true. be at the end of the pack see but be more like me everyone i'm just going to be standing there very content to not run and just i will just be cheering on people as i go like you know what I mean? And I'll just be grateful to be there. Yeah, because you're not running. Right. And I, I recognize that I don't need to. That's fair. That's mm -hmm. fair. But I'm, also, you still get the hot cider and the caramel apple. And I will be grateful for that. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Well, we have a lot to learn this weekend. Or a lot, a, a practical way of, of applying this. And honestly, Sunday morning, guess what my thankfulness is going to be? That it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that Brecken will be thankful, too. Brecken's really not a runner kind of dog. Yeah, apparently he and I are the same. We hate running. There you go. There you go. Is that how we want to end this episode? Be thankful. Be, like, a joyful person. I hate running. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how we want to end it, because we want to stay authentic, people. That's right. <laughs> we want to stay authentic. Um, anything else to say, Tosh, before we wrap it up? Because I think we are a little over time now. We are. Um, I guess the only thing would be if we didn't say it again, or, <laughs> nope, I have nothing more to say. 
Okay, thank you so much for listening today, everyone. We are so grateful that you join us every week, and we'll catch you back next week. Bye.